and welcome to Sports Best Friends Stories, a podcast which this week is larger than life. I'm Big T and patiently waiting on the other end of the phone today is a man who played more games for the Bowman Tigers than any other human in the club's 100 plus year history. He played for both New South Wales and Australia with a 100% win rate at all of his World Cup matches. In France, they call him Le Beast as he was the star of the Voulez-vous sur lot <laughs> French title in 1999. He was named in Bowman's Team of the Century. Most impressive of all, he is the only player to have remained as Lowe's model since the campaign inception started decades ago. Please welcome Paul Sirenen. <laughs> what an introduction, Big <laughs> You're welcome. I can't, I can't wait to hear myself speak. Fantastic. <laughs> now, talk me through the French title. The, do you remember how to pronounce it? Vele, Velem Versalot? It's uh, Villeneuve. Yeah, oh. yeah, with a town I, I, I play that, mate. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. But uh, I like the French accent you've thrown on there. Merci um, beaucoup. Yeah, it was a good, uh, yeah, 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 a little town. little town about oh, 90 minutes from, from, from Carcassonne and about it's a few hours uh, north of uh, Perpignan, where the Catalan Dragons are ah. situated, but uh, lovely part of the world, mate. Um, all those, you know, the wine, mm. wine growing areas, so fantastic. Now, speaking of um, teams that you follow, you've got two boys um, in different teams, and obviously you love the Tigers. So, does it make it easier to follow the NRL each week, having three horses in the race, having Manly Rabbits and the Tigers? <laughs> Well, I all fell over this weekend. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. too, well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I mean, Bailey's going to play a bit of second grade, mate, but the first are still there. But, uh, oh, no, look, it's, 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 it's a bit, it's a little bit different, mate. You, you change your um, your emotions watching games are a little bit different mm. now and where your allegiances lie. But, um, yeah, that's all that's all part of it, I guess, mate. Um, both boys were... Um, we're at the Tigers, but for different reasons, we're no longer there. Yeah. But um, that's, as I said, mate, it's all, it's all part of it. So. And they're playing great football, so that's that's what matters. Do you find yourself following? Yeah. Do you find yourself following different players, like do you, like Junior's son, Piercy? Do you follow him at Newcastle and stuff like that? Oh, look, I've, I've always had an interest in how, how Mitchell goes. Yeah. He's my ball boy for <laughs> my boy ball, ball boy for a lot of years, mate. So, yeah. Um, um, yeah, he's. Um, yeah, he, he, look, he's, he's had the, the much of a line, Mitchell Pearce, unfortunately, mate. He, he's, been, you know, he's been a wonderful club footballer. And oh, yeah. Finally, finally won an Origin Series, mate. It was just lovely to be part of it, you know, and um, to, uh, to be in the shed this year with, with both yeah, Mitchell and, and Wayne and, yeah. and Blocker as well, mate. It was just a nice, um, just a real, real satisfying thing for, for everyone concerned. And I can tell you that any Balmain fan at that moment, being in a room with you and Blocker and Wayne while we're winning a State of Origin thing, that would have been an incredible moment maybe for Mitchell as well, just to be with you three while that's all happening. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, just three old blokes to hit me on my Yeah, Embarrassing dad or things like that. Now, um, your boys obviously grew up with a head tape hero for a dad, but how was that? How did they get into football? Was it just through the family or...? Oh look, yeah, a bit like most families, mate. Most kids, I, I, you know, I mean, they tried every sport. They, right. you know, they, they played, played different sports at school, and then you know, they played two ball and they played cricket and they, they did nippers and they did a whole whole range of things. Played soccer, yeah, played rugby league too. But um, you know, I guess the league was the one that they both, both fell in love with um, more than the others. And you know, I, I guess because of what. You know my, my association with the game, and, yeah. and I coached both the boys when they were younger. So yeah. um, that sort of got them along their way. You know, often started, mate. But I, 
by sort of 13, 14, both of them, I said, that's, that's enough coaching from Dad. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they'd, they'd, they'd learn everything they, they needed to know off me, mate, apparently. Right. So, well, yeah, that's 13 years. That's 13 years, yeah. Sarah, of, of, you know, amazing uh, insights. So, you know, that's a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, it's, it's one of those things, mate. I, think it, it, I don't know how our first-rate coaches go you know, coaching their, their sons, mate. It must be a, bit, a little bit difficult. But Yeah, right. Anyway, I, um, boy, as I said, mate, I, I, I coached both of them for you know, three or four seasons each, and that was, as I said, enough for me. But, um, yeah, if they want to bounce bounce ideas off me every now and then, yeah. well, so be it, but they, you know, I, somewhere else and they'll come to me for footy advice, mate. It's a bit different here. Were you surprised <laughs> that they were both so good at it? Um, or did you kind of always think, oh, I've had two sons, they're going to be excellent at, they're going to be excellent Oh, no, 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 not at all, mate, not at all. Like, yeah. I, I, I've had, and look, I've been surrounded with a lot of my ex-teammates had, had sons and, you know, that they've all been involved in different sports, you right, know. Right. It's, you know, you know, blockers, you know, um, AJ Roach is a wonderful, you know, three-time Olympian and so yeah. water power player and, you know, just happened to be a junior's, junior's son played, played league, but other blokes. But, oh, yeah, I mean, whatever they've, you, you just like to see kids succeed in any path they go down. So, um, but, but league or, you know, Look, look at Gary Jacks, you know, Gary yeah. Jack, what a wonderful career he had. Yeah, so, good point. Um, and involved with the AFL. So it's, um, oh, it, 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 it's just nice to see when you have, you know, the kids, your, your, your memories of the kids running around, different shit, were playing and they were just little, little pains in the asses running around, mate. So that, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, and yeah. they've, you know, you, you know, you're getting older when your, your mate's sons have retired, so that's... <laughs> fucking hell, you're yeah, right. You're right. right. <laughs> Yeah, a bit like that. Now, I've, I've, every time um, you're at a game, at a SAS um, game or a Manly game, they, they inevitably cut to you and you're never in their colours, which I really respect, Sarah. I don't know if it's on purpose, but you're at a Manly game and you're never wearing maroon. You're at a, you're at a South game yesterday that I saw you. You're not in any um, green and red. And, and is that because uh, your wardrobe doesn't stretch that way? You still, you know, don't, you don't want to, uh, the tiger's still deep inside you or? I let, I let the wife wear the, uh, those colours, mate. Yeah, she she right. did the scarves and, and whatnot. But uh, no, I, I must say I was caught wearing a, uh, a, a little sunny day at Brookvale earlier in the year. And I needed something to protect my balding head, so I did pop it on a nearly cap, mate. Oh, so really? I didn't like, see that. Now, look, you were born in North Sydney, and so how did you end up at the Tigers and not, and not a bear? Well, just born in city, mate. Family home was in the in the, the Tigers catching right. at, at uh, East Ride, mate. So um, back in the day when I, I started playing in the early seventies, mate, junior league and that sort of thing. And the, the first grade, even the first grade back then, you had to be, you know, you, had to have, you only have two imports in your, in your first grade right. side, so you had to have all, all local juniors. That's how first grade was. So. I mean, it was a, you know, I mean, the demographics of Sydney have changed so much yeah. in that forty odd years, mate. But 40, 45 years. So um, yeah, you had to change your address. You had to budget up your address. You're going to go and play in, in, you know, in the Canterbury comp. Right. You had to budget up your address and say so you're living over in that, that district. So that's that's how it was back in the New South Wales Rugby League days. Yeah. Right. Uh, but um, no, it just always been about my junior mate. Um, Glasgow Bowling and Sports was a, a club um, that was around when I was a kid, and then um, the Northside Hawks. So um, that was my pathway. And the Sharks, I think, also offered you a contract later, though. Did you ever feel like a change to another club would have been a good idea? Oh, mate, I like several offers, you know, like, like most blokes, you know, right. um, several offers to leave. But, yeah, the closest I got to was, 
with with the sharks playing. We'd just come off the back of a you know, with a spoon and um, Junior would get taken out of his cap, you know, I could see how frustrated he was and, um, you know, I felt, felt so bad for him, mate, because he just didn't have the, the money or the plays, you know, right. at that stage down on. And I thought, look, you know, should I get out of it? In my mind, I sort of thought about, well, let's, let's make change and change is as good as anything. And, you know, like, um, but then I... I Bumped into Keith Barnes and I just I, I couldn't do it to Keith to be honest. He taught me around at Barnes, yeah. And I, wow. I, I had a couple more years at the Tigers and I was probably going to retire and then you know they, they threw that unlimited interchange in, which was you know not really good for the game, but you know it probably put a year or two on my on my career, maybe. Yeah. You know, it, it was it was embarrassing. But think about it now that you know, playing fifteen minutes and put your hand up like touch footy and blokes coming on and off and. Right, that sort of thing. But it it, it really won my career for you know for a couple more seasons. Well, I'm happy that they brought it in, and I'm really I'm going to thank Daly, and now I'm going to thank um, now I'm going to thank uh, Keith Barnes for, for that you did say it as a tiger. But <laughs> back in that time, who do you remember really enjoying competing against? Oh, mate, look, look, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I had a couple of rivals. I, I get guys who played in my position, um, mate. Look, the early days, early days, uh, oh, boy. Um, I, I, I just had to be the first day, really, yeah. but then as, as I established myself, you know, I mean, the likes of, of Gillespie and, 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 and Guyer and right. um, that sort of like those guys come along and, you know, when you're competing, you're competing Johnny Cameron too, I guess, to an extent. You know, when you're competing to, to a couple of positions in, a, in an origin side or a test side, yeah. you know, they're the blokes you want to play well against, so... You know, there was a rivalry there, but in saying that, we're all you know really good mates off the off the field too. So that was, that was the important thing. Now, speaking of rivalries, after a reading Ian Head's book, The Great Grand Final Heist, I learned that I should actually be really hating South. Was South um, a rivalry really for Bowman players? Like, did did people actually bring up the nineteen oh nine Grand Final and things like that in the change room? <laughs> it seems really like yeah. It was more about uh, more about. You know, Mark Mario oh, right. like a, a lunatic on the field, mate. So, you know, <laughs> and they had some, they had some tough, tough blokes too, mate. They, they, they had really, you know, we, we had some great battles in the, in the 80s with South, mate. And then on the back of that, like, you know, blokes like Toga Coleman, who just didn't cut up and, yep. you know, embarrassed everyone in your, your family and, and all parts thereof too. Toga was always had a common problem. So that's how it came, wasn't it, those days, mate? Was, right. Putting a lip and putting a lip and sledging and that sort of stuff, mate. But, <laughs> um, but, 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 yeah, 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 you know, they were real tough, tough pattern forwards, mate. Les Davidson and, you know, the, the Rampling Brothers and, um, Nick Andrews and mm. Dave Boyle and all that sort of likes, mate. So we had some great battles with them and, and, and Canterbury as well, too. So, yeah. Okay, well now let's look at your international rivalry. You, you toured a record three times for Australia, being the fourth forward to ever do that. From those kangaroo teams, which player would you have loved to have brought back to the Tigers? Oh, I think we got a pretty good one, mate, in Ellery Henry, mate. So yeah. He, he was, um, yeah, when Ellery lobbed, they saw me after the, 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 the big test series in 88. Um, he, um, upon his arrival, I think we won, you know, nine from 11 to yeah. storm the, the finals and we, we had a playoff of fifth and, Went to the grand final, my mate, so against Canterbury, and it was on the back of Ellery Henry's brilliant spot. He was just a, 
just a pass that act on and off the field, I mean, unbelievable. And then um, on on Brendan Colorella, really, the Bulldogs realised it as well. And you know, I mean, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the Terry Lamb. Oh, of course, I do. Whatever in you know, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. But that, that's how it was, mate. But. Yeah, but he, he was a yeah, he was a. I will say fortunate to, to get him in '88, and we thought he was going to come back in '89. But um, the Magpies, uh, I mean, I think he went to the Magpies, mate, Jimmy right. Masterton, uh, who's a major sponsor. Then found some extra coin, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, being being partial to uh, to the dollars, I think to a pound. Uh, they agreed to go there, but we, look, we, we got a pretty handy one in Andy Courier in '89 yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So we, we had, you know, Barnsley had a, a great knack of finding. And there were lots of, you know, we cooked in Scarfield in the mid-80s as well, so we had the back of finding a great Englishman that came over and play. Now, thinking about the Tigers now, are you at all, and I know you're involved in, in the Bowman side of it, are you at all worried about all the crap that they they put out about us moving or, or the club changing again? Oh, I don't think that. That's just all the media, mate, talking it up. It's a, it's a beat-up, mate. Oh, I don't think we're going anywhere, mate. We've... we've you know, um, both both the our main Tigers and West Magpies were, you know, because they didn't meet the NRL criteria, were forced to merge. You know, so we 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 we've, we've done that, that that tough stuff yeah. already, mate. Yeah, so yeah. it's you know, we don't think they're going to relocate us anyway. So we've, you know, we, we've got a really strong supportive membership base and supportive base across Sydney, and right. um, you know, although we play out of well, we play out of different different home venues out of necessity and. I, you know, it's one of those things, but um, it, it's it's blowing. You know, but you finish ninth, finish ninth you know, three times in four or five years. You know, you'd, you'd be close, but we just probably need to add a couple of players. And you know, I think we're the right man and Michael McGuire. So, oh, great. Uh, well, it's it's going to onwards and, and upwards from here. I reckon. And you've got you you're a development officer at the moment with the Tigers. Is that right? Uh, no, no, well, I'm not the development officer. No, oh. I'm. Um, so I, well, my role is I'm involved with the, the you know, pathways, you know, pathways, uh, and the, well, the development area. That's right. So I'm, uh, but I look after the Bowman side of things for the yeah. junior programs and the winter um, programs there as well, or the winter development programs for for Bowman and Rosewood and a few other things, mate. So I've I've been in role for a few years now, and it's, it's about getting. Getting kids up to the right level and you know um, making them progress along, mate. So that's at the end of the day, you can look back and see there's a stack of kids you've you've, you've had you know, something to do with, yeah. and they're all on playing first grade. That's it's a feather in your cap, and it's a, it's a it's a proud thing for for um for, for the whole program. So yeah. it's, it's good. And have you got any names you can think of that we should be looking for for the future? Oh, man, I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to throw. So there's, there's, there's a couple of talented kids there, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll let them. Yeah, they've got to earn their stripes yeah. first, mate. So, so let yeah. them. We'll, we'll, we'll let them develop and get into get into grade, and and then you know it's, it's, a, it's a big step up going from the juniors into the you know the twenties into into the full time squad. Yeah. So it, um, it's 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 a, it's a tough one, mate. So and I've also just remembered uh, that. Rugby league is a very suspicious, uh, superstitious sport, so I'm, I'd be worried that you'd accidentally jinx someone by saying anyone now. I've just realised. So. Well, that's it, mate. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's always a couple of kids you think you know. There's you know a little extra for being them, but there's you know we we we, we a couple of handy kids at the moment, mate. But as I said, I won't uh, I, I won't yeah. jinx them. That's don't right. Don't jinx them. That's right. <laughs> now, speaking of the future, let's start um, doing it magically. If you could go to any game um, with anyone in the world. Who would you really want to go to a game with? 
Um, I guess uh, I guess my dad now, mate. I lost dad last year, mate. So I would, uh, yeah, I could uh, bring him back and get a game of footy with him. It'd be lovely. That would be great. Did he did he have a lot to do with your career beforehand? No, he didn't, mate. No, no, no. Dad, dad being a Finnish descent, um, arrived in Australia as a 20, 21, 22-year-old and right. knew nothing about rugby league or any other sport, you know, for family. But he, he, he grew to he grew to love it, you know. He, he grew to understand the game and yeah. I, I just okay, himself my brother played and his friends played. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it took some time. All, <laughs> yeah, a little bit like cricket. A bit like cricket for him as yeah, well, right. but you know, uh, but you know, I mean, you know, several years ago, we were going to the cricket with, with with a couple of mates to you know, watch one day cricket, you know, which, which was just yeah, beautiful because I, I knew that he was you know fully converted to come up rugby league and winter and cricket in summer, so yeah, it just about got his all the uh, all the rights. So, oh, what an excellent choice. I'd want to go um, to like it over with Steve Roach. He, uh, you and Junior were just such massive figures in uh, in my childhood memories, particularly at Leichhardt. And to be there with the bloke as he bristles at other teams or, or cheers as we score would be magical for me. Thinking back to playing with Blocker, what traits of his do you wish you had? Uh, do I wish I had? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have mine <laughs> Staying in that time, the eighties and nineties time, how was the team different after Junior left? Oh, look, it, it, yes, we went through a massive transition, mate. After that, you know, a great success, and made the finals every year in the eighties and, and then nineteen ninety, and yeah, everything sort of. We, we lost a couple of senior blokes, and you know, we, we just didn't, you know, we, we just didn't replace them with some other quality players. To right. be honest, you know, I don't know if the budget was there or. Well, what, mate? But um, unfortunately, yeah, we missed out on a couple of young, talented players. I, I know that. I know for a fact that Gordon Callis was on the radar, and yeah, right. If, 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 if Keith had chased him hard enough, we probably would have got him. You know, right. it, it just—it wasn't to be, mate. And I've, I've spoken, you know, Gordius, that conversation's come up, but St George got him, and anyway, in the back of the Broncos. But, um, but look, yeah, yeah just um, it, was, it was hard to, you know, again in the early nineties, and we were still. Well, still competitive, but um, you know, I mean, Virginia was a leader, mate. He was, he was a leader on and off the field, and mm-hmm. just his uh, work, work ethic and professionalism, mate. He, he changed the whole game for, for you know, I mean, for a lot of people, mate. Just yeah, right. Yeah, how, how, how he approached training and and uh, and the mental side of the game too. He was big on that, you know, visualization and a few other things. Uh, um, mate, mate, just 
tough, tough compromising. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, you know, he was a great leader by his actions as well. While we're thinking nostalgically, if you could go back in time to watch any game, which game do you really wish you'd seen? Well, I, I guess we've just gone past the anniversary, mate, the 69 grand final mm. with the game, you know, and, and I was fortunate enough to meet, meet and mingle with all the blokes that played in that game. They're, they're a tripping bunch of, well, older wow. guys now, but yeah, they're, um, you know, they're, um, it'd be nice to go back and see that game. I mean, the, the star started rabbit outside of 69, but, mm. uh, Leo knows where you got a, a bunch of blokes, but it's a bit, the had a pretty good record against us, and we kind of forget that Arthur Breacham was suspended too. Breacham yeah. was a great, great part of that that Tiger side then, you know, and then unfortunately, you know, there was a falling out. Um, Arthur and Kevin Humphreys and, and Breacham walked and went to the Roosters, and he's a legend over there. Yeah. So, uh, but it would have been nice to see Arthur play the luck and gold. Mm. That's a great one. Mine would be the 2005 semi-final against the Dragons. Matt Chechen um, has told me once that it was the most electrifying game he's ever officiated. Where did you watch that um, game against the Dragons? <laughs> Mate, I was fortunate enough to, uh, to be in a, in a, in a box at the, at the stadium. And, Excellent. Um, yeah, yeah, with a bunch of uh, workmates, or all, all of them were Dragons fans who just thought it was their right, they were going to win because yeah. they had to turn up. And, but I, I've got to agree with you, mate, that that, that that uh, the, the whole final series, those five. Yeah. Um, I mean, they destroyed the Cowboys and they beat the Broncos and then they, they beat the Dragons and then we all, you know, I, I still recall vividly walking around the back of the stadium to go towards the Sheds um, and, and go in the Sheds when, you know, when they, they won that game. It was just, uh, like, it took me an hour to get around there, mate. The Tigers fans were just talking shit. Yeah, yeah, and so did that grand final, you know, make you reflect on on what what could have been, or was it just a pure adulation? Or oh, it, it, it was, you know, one of the great nights is coming back back to back to the leagues from at, at Roselle yeah. um, in '05, and we had to. The bus made it sort of halfway up down the road, Darling Street, and we had to get five off of the board at the time. So, going for the rest of the, uh, all the Bowman directors, it took us 15, 20 minutes to walk up and walk around the corner. And then, as you, as you turn the corner and saw Victoria Road, half of it was closed, yeah. and the, the sea of thousands of people out on Victoria Road just in front of the club, mate, it was. Really special, and I've got it, 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 it's funny, mate. I've got at home somewhere. Curtis was about eleven or twelve, and he's um, he had the video camera most of the, the night. But I've carried the camera from the bus walking to the club, mate. And I've got you know, all this wonderful video of people just in pure pure joy, mate. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, well, we spoke before about you being part of the Bowman Tigers and working with juniors representative to le- level. For those kids, a lot of that's their first memories of football. What's your first memory of football? Oh, mate, I, I, I can I vaguely remember my first game, mate. I filled wow. in. I, a mate from school, I was 1972 or seven years of age. Uh, I was short on um, short a couple of numbers and they – and I was a big tall kid. And they said, "Well, let's just give him a run." I, I remember running the wrong way, and yes, I ta- 
yeah, tackling my own teammates and all that sort of stuff. Paul Steering and running uh, the wrong way, tackling his teammates. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a start. Well, that's, yeah, that's, yeah but, uh, but, but don't forget, mate, those days you play with a full-size football. Yeah, right. As a seven-year-old on a full-size field. Yeah, so shut up. Yeah, yeah. So there was no no mini and mod football, mate. Was yeah, just, um, wow. They, thank God they thank God Peter Corker introduced that many years later. But yeah, so that's how it was. You know, it was you know full size footy, and when it got wet, it was super heavy, mate. But um, yeah, yeah that, I, I could still remember my, yeah, those early days with the clothes of buying and sports, mate. So um, and when did you a work? Memory now, yeah. but yeah. When did you work out then that that this was going to be it? That you were good at it and that you should keep trying to do it. I don't know, you realise you're good at it, mate. But I think, mate, you come out from school and you, you you play out in the back. You know, we had a big back paddock. You know, where I live, and mate, we'd go go out after school and we'd all run out. There'd be six kids from the street, and we'd we'd play until dinner time, mate. Till it got dark, you'd be out there playing footy every afternoon, mate. Mm. You'd have to come in and have a, have a wash, have your dinner, and do your homework. But uh, we just loved it, mate. Yeah, we, right. we, we loved it. Just out the back, kicking on footy and tackling each other and. Having a ball, mate. That's um, that's my my fond memories as a kid growing up. So, okay. So reflecting on that time and the and the your son's careers, your time at the Tigers in in and your rep career, the players you've played with, the first and fondest memories you've got. You've spent most of your life devoted to rugby league. Why do you love it so much? Oh, I mean, I, I, it, it's just it's just part of me now. I guess to to, to be honest, big two. I just um. Um, I, I can't see my life without footy. You know, all, all the good things, all the good things in my, in my life of because of you know rugby league and its involvement. And, and I'm, I'm still, I'm just absolutely blessed to be still involved with it. Mate, I've been retired over 20 years, and to, to be involved with the game at the development level, and and I've you know, the last couple of years been involved with State of Origin too, mate. So yeah, that, right. that's been just fantastic. Be you know to be back involved at that level and. I had several years with Freddie in the, the city country, you know, the city side. So, um, yeah, look, I, I just, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's one of those things you've, you've, you fall in love with it, mate, and it's, it's you know, it's like like fans and supporters too. We just love the game. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm just lucky. I'm one of the blokes who are, who've been involved with the game at, at, at sort of every level and, and I'm, I continue to do so. So, uh, mate, I count my blessings every day. Yeah, right. Well, thanks, Sarah. This has been great. That's all my questions and comments. Have you got any uh, comments or questions before we go? Oh, no, I, I just um, love you. But I, I just hope we can, you know, I mean, uh, make him a top eight side, the consistent top eight side too. That, um, you know, the, the, the period there, sort of 2010, 2011, you know, there was a really good side under under Tim Shoons. And mm. I, I can see that. I can see an inkling of that, you know, coming, but um, it would have been nice to have. We've got a whole whole pack of players sprinkled across the NRL who have come from, you know, from from West Tigers or West Bank boys and Balmain Tigers. It'd be nice to nice to hang on to them now and, and, yeah. and develop our own, keep our own, mate. So let's let's hope that uh, that that'll going forward that'll happen. Well, that, so you're doing your part. And then we've just got to get the top part to do their part. I get it. I'd like to thank Mercho, our wonderful producer. I'd like to thank Andrew Ferguson and the Rugby League Project website for supporting my research for this app. Thanks so much for that, Sarah. All the best, mate. No, thanks, mate. Enjoy your sport for another week and do yourself a favour and watch highlights of Big Zero, Le Beast, tearing everyone apart on YouTube. Talk to you then, sports best friends. I remember my first game, mate. I filled oh. in. I, 
a mate from school. I was 1972 or seven years of age. Uh, they were short on um, short a couple of numbers, and they you know I was a big tall kid. And they said, "Well, oh, let's just give him a run." I, I remember <laughs> running the wrong way, and yes, I ta- yeah, tackling my own teammates and all that sort of stuff. Paul Steering and but, running uh, the wrong way, tackling his teammates, <laughs> unbelievable! What a start! Well, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, but uh, but but don't forget, mate. Those days you play with a full. Four-